0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, one and done for BYU basketball at the NCAA tournament. What happened? Why? And what's next for a team with no seniors? We put a cap on the season, including one-on-one locker room interviews with four different BYU players after that tough loss to Oregon. Plus, the Logan takeover continues. The BYU ladies will dance next in the NCAAs. And how would you sum up the Cougar Hoops
1: season? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Happy Friday, March 21st,
0: the second day of spring. This is how we do it. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Brian Logan, hashtag Logan Takeover Day 2. Yes, part two. Part two, day two of part two. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. You know what? Let's get the show started the right way. Let's get it the right way. Countdown to Connecticut. One sixty-one. There we go. There, that, 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 that's that, the right that, way. There you go. See, that got me. I'm ready. You to pump. Put some pads you ready to go on, now? I'm ready to go. Okay, 161 days until BYU football begins. Spring football happening right now. Saturday, March 29th. BYU Sports Nation will have a spring football special live on BYU TV and on BYU Radio. Two Eastern, Noon Mountain, in-depth coach and player interviews, putting a cap. On the Cougars' spring football extravaganza, a little birdie tells me you might be roaming around, Brian. I I will be. Uh, I don't have anything to do with my life,
2: uh, so <laughs> what what better to, to do better. than to come and uh, you know on a on a beautiful Saturday uh, and and watch some football, watch some guys uh, tackle each other. Uh, you know, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of uh,
3: it that sounds what, so what,
2: fun. What, what I what I what I mean by that is you you know when you go out there now and watch them. Um, you know, it's it's not that much contact, right? It's just, just shoulder pads and, and helmets and uh you know, they're just popping each other. Uh so you get a nice little pop, but you don't really get to rap and you don't get you don't get to take guys down to the ground. So uh it's a it's a good opportunity for the younger guys, but you know, it's it's fun. It can be fun for the fans uh out there, everybody watching, to finally see some live action. And I know the the younger guys uh are just itching, you know, to get back in it. Those guys coming off their mission. Uh, some of the early enrollees, the transfers, JC transfers. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see just
0: you know a glimpse of what uh, you know this season is going to look like as well as fall camp. Saturday, March twenty ninth. Mark it down. to Eastern, Noon Mountain on BYU TV and on BYU Radio. A Sports Nation football special to wrap up the spring practices. Now let's hoop it up. Okay, we buried the lead a little bit. Four overtime games yesterday in the NCAA tournament. Christmas Day, the present opening did not disappoint. Fantastic basketball yesterday. Join our conversation 24 7 using the hashtag BYUS and link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's Twitter question. Describe this year's BYU basketball season. In one sentence, our good friend Jerem Jordan uh, chimed in as he's making his way back from Milwaukee. He said, it started with hashtag boom shakalaka, then music videos, games, and finished at the NCAA tournament. Fun. And he even included the hashtag Logan Takeover.
2: Yes, 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 yes.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm happy to
2: to finally see Jerem being humble about this, me, me taking over. Uh, you know, we said it earlier that it's just a slow transition to where I'll finally just be taking over 100%. Um, and so it's good to, to for him to, to kind of accept that. So I'm, I'm happy that I could be a part of this, this season and a part of that. But, you know, I did like the, 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 the music videos. They were solid. I, I, I liked, Those were solid. I'm not going to lie. I, I did a little bit
0: myself and i like i'm gonna stop you you eh, should stop talking right now no nope, no nope,
2: no nope, no nope, no nope, no nope, but <laughs> th- these 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 were videos were nice these these, these were good I, I was by myself you know and you should and, stop and, talking in the mirror <laughs> in the mirror by myself and i i contemplated for like 10 seconds going back and forth of, of pushing send you know to i was on, on on instagram uh to to push send or or not to to do it to to post it and i, di- I didn't do it
0: brian logan All access here on BYU Sports Nation. You can listen to us every day, noon Eastern, on BYU Radio. That is Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUTV.org. Rise and shout, BYU Sports Nation. It's Friday and time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Quack attack. It all came
4: down to uh, their ability to... Penetrate the ball, and it didn't matter if it was, you know, Jonathan Lloyd or, you know, Joseph Young or Celeste. I mean, they, they all took turns at, uh, you know, penetrating that ball in. And then as soon as we had step up and give help, they would
0: find whoever it was. BYU head coach Dave Rose, post game, talking to the media. Ducks played with pop. I mean, that, that's the best word that I can use to describe it. Better than I thought they'd play, flat out. Understanding that BYU was essentially a man down with Kyle Collins without the ACL injury. And coming off a lopsided loss in the Pac-12 tournament, they lost by 19 to UCLA. Not to mention the mentality that they have that we've already beat BYU once when they were at full strength. They they came out on a mission, Brian. Oh, they they did. And,
2: you know, I think, I think people, as far as, you know, especially BYU fans, um, it, kind of were, were taken back just like you. And I think... You know, you, you you take a look at the first game and, and how BYU almost won. You take a look at the rest of Oregon season, how they're up and down, going on some roller coasters, uh, and, and then um, you, you you don't really consider and take into the fact that you know this is a good team. They they did have some uh, some health issues going through that up and down slump or that roller coaster. Uh, but then you got to understand too that they made it to the 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 sixteen last year. They went to the Sweet Sixteen Sweet last 16. year, and and so I mean, this is a team that has experience. This this is a team that uh, knows how to win games in a tournament. Um, and so, you know, going through those ups and downs and, and those bumps and bruises this year, almost losing to BYU the first time, I, I think as fans we kind of came into a situation, and and you know, obviously we're we're going to be hopeful and we're going to be uh, you know optimistic, but I think
0: you know may, maybe a little bit too confident. The Oregon Ducks at one point were a top fifteen team, and people said, well, they didn't play anybody early season. Well, then they they figured it out back half of conference play, and they are kind of playing like a top fifteen team. There are so many things they did well. I, we could spend an entire hour breaking down what the Ducks did to beat BYU. We're not going to do that, so we'll, we'll hit on some some items. We'll start with the defensive pressure on the BYU guards. Uh, their energy was good from the get-go. Uh, the Cougs' offense had a rough time getting into sync. They, they couldn't really find any rhythm because the guards at Oregon were out front disrupting BYU. Uh, once they crossed over the half-court line, the ball pressure was very impressive. Yeah, you know, I,
2: I think really it... it, it as a whole, I think the talent level right when when you when you talk about a one on one situation uh and and talent wise it, it you can definitely see just the matchups there uh that 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 Oregon just had them by you know a long shot you know when when it, when it came down to it and i I think the biggest thing really is just the 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 scoring off of the bench you know Man. from 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 Oregon. and i mean Oregon Oregon's 49, points, 49 to, to, points to to BYU's 10 points. That's ridiculous. Uh, Frank, Frank Bartley uh uh, Rise and shout to Frank Bartley for being the only person uh, off the bench. Sorry, I,
0: I know that's later. Sorry. That's okay. You can give it... Hey, you're Sorry. here. Logan takeover, I, I, right? I guess,
2: I guess I can do whatever I want.
0: Great but, ball movement. I mean, they shredded the zone defense. They found the gaps. Dave Rose talked a ton about that. They were able to penetrate through that zone. How many times did Jonathan Lloyd, their little guard, get into the paint and then dish off to a big man for a relatively easy bucket? 36 points in the paint for Oregon. 36 on 21 team assists. Well, I mean,
2: that, and you could you could take a look at their overall shooting percentage, fifty percent, right? I mean, majority of those are coming from easy shots, uh, and 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 you know BYU did did struggle with you know the penetration and and uh, uh, you know rotation and and you know give it up to to, to Jonathan Lloyd too. I mean, five eight. Yeah, I, did, I know dude can play. How did you know? I, I mean, I know hey, dude, how, you I know, should know about that. I, I, see, okay, look, five six, right? Is a is a, a playing football is a whole. That's a whole other beast. Being five eight and playing basketball. I mean, I mean, the people when you're when you're the people. I, I think the average height, you know, for for college for football is, you know, when, as far as the, the the position that I was guarding, six two, six three, right? I mean, he, he's playing with monsters you know guys six (laughs) six seven six eight i mean that's that's that you can't compare it but i mean just the just his speed his quickness his athleticism uh his vision um you know really really tore the 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 cougars apart and and you know when you have a guy like cook who came out of nowhere who is this guy i mean i'm sitting there scratching my head uh you know where this guy come from Out out of you know all the, the scouting reports that I've done and, and and taking a look at at this team, uh, he's you know he's not even a factor at all. He's he doesn't come up in any discussions, and um, you know for the for the fifth sixth time this year, you get a no name guy that has a career night against has BYU. A night, and 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 that's and, frustrating. And is the, is it's the, really and, frustrating. It would be
0: the X factor, or excuse me, Y factor. So the Ducks, their aggressive nature paid off in huge ways. This is a team that shoots a lot of free throws. 31 of 38, yeah, 31 of 38, I'm looking at the stat sheet right now, 82%. So their aggressive nature creates a lot of fouls. If they can pay that off, they're going to win a lot of games, a lot of easy buckets. The few times BYU created some momentum, and this is where I was most impressed with Oregon, with their maturity and their ability to show that they have depth, was they would they would go on these runs and answer BYU anytime the Cougars started to get just a little oh, bit yeah. of a roll going. And that takes us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation Stat of the Day. You want a mamba, dude? I do no know I try to. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, stat was of I, the was Day. I, was I doing it? And yeah, I'm doing, there am you I go. Doing it? Stat of, of the okay. Day is nine. After BYU cut the Oregon lead to three points, it was 56-53 after Matt Carlino hit a transition three. All the Wisconsin fans are loud. BYU's feeling good. Oregon calls a timeout. They score on nine straight possessions after that. That is how you put a game away. That is how you respond and put a game away. Really impressed with their ability to show that resurgence after BYU had had fought back into it
2: and made it a game in the second half of 12 minutes you know, to go. Coach Coach Dan Altman was was like, "Hey, you know, cut this out. No, 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 no more, no more of this.
0: Yeah, stop, stop, let's, let's stop. go." Uh, Oregon, by the way, a team with six different transfers. Uh, they totally took BYU out of any mojo they had going into the tournament. Our Twitter question today is, how would you describe this year's BYU basketball season in one sentence? Let's check the Twitter machine.
5: It's Twitter time.
0: Our friend at Toshalin19. Hi, high highs. Lolos. I checked going to every home game in a season off my bucket list and can't wait for a hashtag awesome next year. Hashtag BYUSN. <laughs> yes, this team has no seniors. They only lose Eric Mika to a mission. He's headed to Rome, Italy. BYU brings back a wealth of experience, a team that went to the NCAA tournament. Everybody's coming back. That's exciting.
2: That's but, huge. That is huge to have experience, to have the depth... Man, I mean, this team, for, for, for what it's, it's went through this year, all the ups and downs and, and fighting through adversity. Can only help, uh, right? Man, yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's going to be huge. It's At Crazy Cook Fanatics, so grateful for the glorious victories, even though there were painful losses. Oh, yeah, there were a handful of those. Love the wild ride as a BYU fan. Coming up, our one-on-one locker room interviews from Milwaukee. Four different BYU players go in-depth post-game at the Big Dance. Find out what they said in the good land. You're listening and watching BYU Sports Nation. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you're listening to BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton. And I've checked with Brian today. Yes, I. I, I it's official. At Brian Logan seven. That yeah, that is the official one. Let me check Twitter for real quick. I had to, I, I, wait, and then I had to check this
2: morning. <laughs> I had to check yesterday. Yeah, I yeah, so Is it Brian Logan seven? Uh, let me check no, again. Let me let me just go to my my okay. my Twitter real fast. Yes, it's official, people.
0: You need to memorize that. I should. I should. There's so many. <laughs> I have
2: so many logins and things, man. And I didn't even create it. That's that's a sad part. That's why I don't know. So I. Just, you didn't create your Twitter handle. No, my wife did. <laughs> she, just, she created she created everything i'm just i just i don't know she just said hey you need this and Before you said okay. said,
0: okay, go ahead. Our simulcast live on BYU Radio, BYU TV, and on BYUTV.org. Rebroadcast weekdays 7 Eastern on BYU Radio and on demand at BYU SportsNation.com. Saturday, March 29th, BYU Sports Nation Spring Football Special will be live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. <laughs> starting at 2 Eastern, in-depth coach and player interviews. We put a cap on the Cougars' Spring Football Fun. Back to basketball now. Describe this year's BYU basketball season in one sentence, if you can. I know that's a challenge because it was loaded with drama and controversy and uh, adversity. But describe it in one sentence, if you can. Keep your responses coming using the hashtag #BYUSN. Brian, how would you describe this year's BYU basketball season?
2: Um, I would. I would say it was. Uh, it was a roller coaster. That's what I would say. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the. A good one. That's the. That's Whoa! a good one. It's. I mean, yeah. you know, yep. Yep. You, you know you you say ups and downs and highs and lows and that's exactly what a roller coaster is. You I know? know, I know it's cliché, but that certainly applies this year, does it not? Oh, it it it, it does. It does. I mean, it, it, the thing is too, it's like when you when these guys were at the high, I mean, you it was high. I mean, you look at the video of them jumping up and down and hugging each other and talking about pass on out. selection
0: Sunday, yeah. I
2: mean, that's that's that, that that's a high, right? I think you talk about the lows where, you know,
0: you got Kyle going out. Losses to Loyola Marymount, Pepperdine to open conference play. Yeah, there there were some gut-wrenching losses, but this team will be better for it. They'll be better for it moving forward. My BYU Sports Nation brother and friend, Jerem Jordan, working hard in Milwaukee after yesterday's opening round loss to Oregon. He had an all-access locker room pass to get one-on-one interviews yesterday, beginning with freshman center Eric Mika.
6: What were some of the differences this time versus Oregon? Um, well, I think um, both teams kind of stuck to how they, they've played all year and, and how their programs go. But, you know, the obvious difference for us is we didn't have Kyle, um, which is not a little thing. He was a key part of our team, and, you know, it's tough, especially when we haven't played a game without him. We haven't felt what it really feels like. Um, on that stage just kind of practice but that's that's you know not the same
7: where did you feel uh, his absence the most
6: um you know you you feel it in in every different way i saw something that called him a swiss army knife or something like that and that's exactly what he is he brings you know rebounding on offense and defense he can score he can he can pass it he can shoot he can he can defend um on the perimeter And, you know, he brings leadership and intensity that, you know, other guys bring. It's just more of it never hurts. And, you know, you could kind of feel it in every little part of the game. There was a stretch there where you get it down to three. It's a 12-minute mark. What was uh, so effective for you guys during that period? Uh, I think we just picked up the intensity on, on both ends of the floor. Offense, we were we were taking it right to them, and we were knocking down shots um, that we normally knock down, and and then on defense we were flying around and and finishing plays with rebounds, and and that got us back in it.
7: What was Oregon doing to continue to get baskets even during that stretch to where it wasn't a lose
6: the lead situation for them? Um, you know, they're they're just a good good team. They're really talented, and they match our aggressiveness and. You know, they uh kinda control that middle area and and then when we would converge they could kick it out and hit a jump shot and you know, just all the credit to them. They're they're just a good team, that's that's all you can really say on that. What was the experience like versus what you thought it might be today? Uh, like playing in the tournament. You know, I didn't think we were gonna lose. Uh, I had a lot of a lot of faith in us. Um but you know we we left it all out there um i'm so proud and so i'm proud of you know everyone that got out there they fought and um you know you wouldn't want to go out any other way what's the value of getting to this game i know you want to advance but getting to the game for the future for everybody for you it's a little longer than the others um you know it means a lot uh but it, like you said it's different for me because i'm gonna disappear for two years um but you know for them it's it's good cuz it's i think just one, one more step from last year and and so then i think they're just going to build on that and and uh kill it next year how would you describe this season it was fun um it was hard uh, i think playing any division 1 sport is is a really hard thing to do you have to commit yourself um 100% to it it takes a lot of time. It's it's a lot on your body and on your mind. And um, but I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Are you hoping BYU continues to schedule uh, the same way, where it's really strong in the non-conference, to build you towards this? I do. Um, I, you know, I've always liked playing playing the big teams, whether it was in high school or, or this year. That's, you know, that's what you play for is to play on the biggest stage against uh, all the biggest teams.
0: Jerem Jordan with Eric Mika, the freshman center. He's the one guy BYU will lose next year, headed to serve an LDS mission for two years in the Rome-Italy mission. BYU, again, has no seniors. The expectation level next year will not just be to make the tournament because they got there this year and everything they bring back. Plus, you add Jamal Aitz and Isaac Nielsen. You you add some guys that will help and get Kyle Collins with back healthy, you hope this team is going to be expected to not just get in but to win one or two games next year in march oh yeah there's a, there's a lot more pressure uh tons more pressure uh for
2: for you to go through the ups and downs the highs and lows of of this season uh you know to be counted out by majority of the nation to not even make it to the dance uh and then you make it and then you know you uh, don't do as great but 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 you still get your foot in the door uh, you have no seniors, so everybody, majority of the people are coming back. You get some some returning guys. Man, I mean, you, it's it's time to go. It really it's is It's time to go. Yeah, it, day, it, day one is now. Yeah, it's there is it's on. It's it's. I mean, you you take you take two weeks, week and a half to. You know, soak in the hot tub and, and and some Epsom salt and get your bruises right, get your mind right, you know, listen to some some R and and B music, you know, go through it all, flush it all out. And, you know, in two weeks' time, you it's time to go, man.
0: It's time to go. There have been some emerging leadership roles on this team this year. We've I've watched it develop in front of my very eyes, on the bench as I've been courtside and just as I followed this team clearly. Kyle Collinsworth as a captain was the guy. He was the leader. Matt Carlino took on a role as well, but it, but it was Kyle. So not having Kyle's leadership role there yesterday kind of headlined what was missing for BYU. And I think Tyler Hawes, who is the best scorer on BYU's team, the most outstanding player on BYU's team, he certainly felt the absence of Kyle Collins. Listen to this. Kyle, he's a guy that you
4: can't replace, and he brings so much to our team. But, you know, even with him out, I thought we had had chances to, um, to win this game. Uh, we cut it to three, and I thought we had momentum and guys stepped up. Uh, even when shots weren't falling, they stayed in it mentally and thought we had our, had our chance.
0: They stay in it even more mentally if Kyle Collinsworth is on the floor because he's a guy who can get a bucket when you absolutely need a bucket. They missed his leadership on, on the floor. A lot. They they just did. There's no way around it. Leadership is is key, man. It's it's it's
2: something that can, can make or break a team. And and when you're, when your leader, or your captain is 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 gone for you know, whatever reason, if he's if he's fallen, guys have to step up. Now see the hard part is is, you know, I believe this is what I believe in, is that you can't teach somebody how to lead. Um, you, know, you either you, have you, it or you, you don't. You have it or you don't. Now, now is it impossible? No, it's not impossible. I can sit here and say, "Hey, Spencer, this uh, this is, this is the, these are the first five steps to become a leader." You know, I can I can do that as much as I want. But at the end of the day, if it's not something that you're born with, something that you it, it's just inside of you, then it's 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 irrelevant. So it's it's hard, you know, for guys like Haas uh, and Carlino
0: to step up in that leadership role if that's just not what's in them. Tyler's not that guy. He won't ever – he's not that guy. It doesn't make him a bad player. That's just not his mentality. Right. Tyler Hawes will not be that guy. Matt Carlino did what he could, and he kind of emerged as the season went on, especially when they went through some conference struggles. But Kyle is the in-your-face leader, the guy that, that props you up when you're feeling down, that, that calms the team down when they're kind of freaking out. Yep. Like that, That's Kyle Collinsworth. BYU will bring back Kyle Collinsworth, thank goodness, after uh, ACL – surgery. He had that uh, this week. He watched the game from home, and and thank goodness, because he is going to be a glue player for this team moving forward. Also coming back, a freshman who played a solid role yesterday. The same guy who helped my bold prediction come true. (laughs) Frank Bartley. Played 19 minutes, and as I prognosticated, scored double digits with 10 points. Jerem talked to Frank after the game.
7: So an increased role for you tonight. Uh, How did you feel
5: uh, you played in your time out there? Uh, I think I played well. Uh, Obviously not well enough to help us win. I feel like, personally, I, I did okay. How the
7: freshman connection do?
5: Uh, psh, man. It, I mean, Eric is leaving, so you can't, can't replace Eric. I mean, over over the season, over the course of the season, it was, a, it was a great season for both of us and Luke, all three of us. Uh, we're going gonna to miss it as we get over there and psh, on to the next season.
7: How different was this game uh, against Oregon versus the first one?
5: Uh... What were the differences? Uh, I, I don't know. We, I, think, I feel like we got it three point line well. Elgin uh, Cook got a lot of easy baskets, and his guard on the was to follow him. And unfortunately, he made his free throws today, so it kind of hurt us. But that's the biggest difference Elgin Cook making free throws. So. There's
7: a string there where uh, you go on a run, you get the lead down to three. What was going right during that period, including a three pointer by you?
5: I just think we just play harder, um, we felt like we had a chance, uh, everybody just locked in, uh, I don't know, they called call timeout, and came, after the timeout, they came came with a play, and executed, I think it was an and one, and that changed the game. What were they doing offensively to be so efficient in the whole game? Uh, I think on our zone, they penetrated more than we thought. Uh, we, we focused so much on guarding the three point line. We just drove. We, we got into to the lanes, made the easy pass, and we got a lot of and ones. Did you envision, uh, or could you imagine, kind of what
7: played out your freshman season at BYU, going to the NCAA tournament?
5: Uh I mean, it was an okay season. Uh, I expected a lot, a lot more. Uh, but I just got to get better in the off season, and I will be better next season. I promise.
7: How often do you, will you communicate with Eric while he's going on this
5: mission? Uh, as much as I can. Eric, he's, like, he's like our brother. Well, he's, he is my brother right now. Uh, he, he's, he lives with me, obviously, so we, we're going to meet all the time. Isn't that weird that he's going
7: to be a sophomore and you'll be a senior?
5: Yeah, it's going to be weird. <laughs> uh, same age, pretty much, and he's going to be in a lower class than me. But When he gets back, it's going to be just like it is right now.
7: How would you summarize this season?
1: Uh,
5: I mean, I'm just proud of every everybody, man. We play so hard. We got we got down. We had some tough things, tough things to come through, overcome. Uh, losing Kyle, uh, we just relentless all season. I felt like we had we had tough moments, especially like when we play Utah. We got to Oregon. We played played almost our best game this season. We ended up losing by one. Uh, lost lost some other close games that we thought we should have won. We came, bounced back, and won other games, and Run up in the in, in uh, WCC championship. So it's, it's not a bad. It wasn't a bad season. I mean, It was just unfortunate that we lost at this moment.
7: What did Coach Rose say to the team after the game?
1: Nah,
5: he said, "Just, just stick together." I mean, he, he's glad that this group could play, and, and he, he's happy to be our coach. I and mean, we we love him. So we we know we have to do this offseason, and we we will do it. Because we'll never forget this feeling, and next year we will be back.
0: Frank Bartley with Jerem Jordan one-on-one yesterday post game in Milwaukee after the Cougars lost to the Oregon Ducks by 19 points. Frank had 10 points. He he was the key spark uh, in getting BYU back into the game. But the overall BYU shooting percentage. I mean, I don't care who you play. 20 for 61, 32%. You're going to have a tough time beating Western Oregon. let alone Oregon, when you shoot 32%. That's just just tough. Sometimes the shots do not fall. they got good looks. They just couldn't make them. Describe this year's BYU basketball season in one sentence. Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, we have more one-on-one discussion with BYU basketball in the locker room. We're all accessed with juniors Matt Carlino and Nate Austin. You're not going to want to miss what they have to say. That's that's. Frank Bartleys. After the three. <laughs> you, see the, you, see the, you see the pose? Keep the hand up. up You're listening bit. to a Friday edition of BYU Sports Nation.
4: This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio.
0: Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio with Spencer Linton and Brian Logan sitting in for Jerem Jordan. Hashtag Logan Takeover. Day two. Yeah, deuces, two. deuces, bro. Get involved with BYU Sports Nation via simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV the same time, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern. You can experience the shenanigans. How have the shenanigans been for you, Brian? Shenanigans have been great. <laughs> They've been wonderful. That was, that was said with so much passion and force. Shenanigans okay. have been great. That's better. That's what I'm looking for. That's my grown man voice right there. That's it, my,
2: that's, that's the voice that I get to with my son when, when you know I'm Stepping I'm out of line. Hey, 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 put that down.
0: In other headlines, (laughs) the madness begins for the BYU women's basketball team Saturday, 6.30 Eastern. The 12-seeded Cougars on the upset hunt against number 5 NC State in L.A., a game on the campus of UCLA. It'll be broadcast live on BYU radio, again, starting at 6.30 Eastern. BYU's men's team out of the NCAA tournament. But what a year of growth and excellence for Dave Rose's team! The tourney madness continues today, and I'm just going to say this: Let's go Weber State. Weber, the 16th seed, the first team that BYU beat on their schedule. At some point, a 16th seed is going to beat a number one seed. It's bound to happen. That's going to happen. It's, going to, it's, it's inevitable. They're they're an underseeded 16 seed. They, I thought they should have been at least a 15 or a 14. Anyway, cheer on the Wildcats. Uh, there's your there's your tangent, your remote BYU connection there with an in-state you foe. Got to be in-state, man. You trying to take down to.
2: Arizona or your hometown. You can go back to your hometown too if, if there's a team. You know, you're going to allow that. I you know not 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 I. <laughs> I like I like Wichita State.
0: You like Wichita State? I do. I like I like the underdog Cinderella ish. The number one seed underdog. You feel like, you know what, I'll give you that. They kind of are still a number one seed underdog, as weird as that Come sounds. Oh
2: man. They are an underdog. I got to root. I'm 5'6". I got to <laughs> root for it. all the
0: underdogs.
2: I should get, get an underdog uh, t-shirt or something.
0: Brian Logan likes Wichita State. The underdog. Hashtag Logan Takeover is on BYU Sports Nation. Back to Milwaukee now for more post-game one-on-ones with my co-host and reporter Jerem Jordan. Our All-Access interviews continue with Matt Carlino. It's
4: tough. I mean, you don't get to play with these group of guys again. That's the toughest part. Um, So, I mean, not much else to say about that.
7: What were some of the biggest differences in your mind between the first game and now the second game authority? I
4: don't know. It's hard to look back on last game right now because so in the present. Um, But you know, they just uh, had consistent runs uh, it really didn't stop. Uh, we made runs, but they didn't stop really making runs ever. So uh, I think that was a big difference. What was
7: going right during the period where you got it down to three at the 12-minute mark? You pull up for three, make it, they call
4: timeout. I think we were just being aggressive, uh, playing free, and you know, getting, getting some stops. You know, We never really consistently got stops throughout the game, but during that point we were getting some stops. And, uh, you know, knocking down some shots. So,
7: What were they doing offensively to be so efficient?
4: They're just good players. They're making good shots. And, uh, you know, uh, they just, you know, they were showing their talent out there. It wasn't we were trying to make adjustments. They were just uh, better than our adjustments.
7: I know you want to advance, but what's the value of this team getting the NCAA tournament going into next year?
4: Uh, that we've played a game here, been here. Um, you know, we have a lot of guys back, but, you know, we'll never get to be with this exact group again, but, uh, it's good for all the guys coming back that we're going to have, a another run at it next year. So,
7: and you just lose Eric uh, and you had a bunch of different pieces, I guess. What are you looking forward to next
4: season? You know, I'm not really looking at next season right now. Uh, I'm just kind of, you know, look back at some of the times we had this year and, uh, you know, in a little while, then I'll, Start focusing on next season, but right now it's just too tough to think about the future.
7: Summarize uh, this season, given the uh, you were eight and seven, you're on a four-game losing streak, you end up getting to the WCC championship. I guess what are your thoughts on this season?
4: Um, I think uh, you know it was uh, tough and fun. Uh, we had a lot of fun uh, through the tough times. Uh, which is kind of tough to do uh, with a team. But, you know, these guys are awesome. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have traded this experience for with any other guys. Uh, I, I love every guy on our team, and we, we just have a great bunch. So, I don't know, it was a fun year. Uh, hates to end like this. But, uh, you know, you can't always get what you want.
0: I'm excited about the future of Matt for Matt Carlino. He's going to be a heck of a senior leader next year. Think about the growth that guy made and how he matured in a lot of ways this year.
2: Yeah, some some humbling, humbling moments for him. Um, I oh, think you know. I think I think Matt. I think Matt can be great. You know, I I, I think he's good right now.
0: Not only great, but consistently great.
2: That's what it is. That, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. Well, see, I think that's what separates somebody from being good or being great is how consi- consistent they can be. You look at all the great players in any, uh, you know, sports, any athlete, right? It's uh, how, 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 how many times can you be at your best? You know, uh, and, and so if, if I'm at my best 75%, 50%, I'm good. If I'm at my best uh, 100% of the time, I'm great.
0: Yeah, if you're 90%, then you're Tyler Haas who is consistently great. Yeah. Another of those senior leaders next year will be Nate Austin. You cannot question that guy's effort and desire to win an absolute competitor. Jerem Jordan wraps up our postgame one-on-ones with Nate in the locker room.
7: I guess what are your initial
1: thoughts following the game with Oregon, Nate? They beat us, and it sucks to lose. I mean, our season's over, so I mean, all this work we put in, I and mean, now we got to start for next year. So it's, it's just tough to take in, kind of a, just, you know, it's a moment that you never, they never never want to experience obviously because you want to keep you know, playing with these guys you know i love I love my teammates love you know, my coaches and I love battling with them and it's just tough to take in
7: what's the value of uh playing in this game I know you want to advance, but getting to the tournament and having this experience for next year with this team that just loses Eric mika
1: well I, I think i mean our this team's been through a lot you know we went through a four game losing streak you know and, and I think you know all the fans that you know always lost for the season and, and you know and our team battled back we you know, we, put, we put together some win streaks we, you know, we we got to the finals of our conference tournament and beat some good teams, and I think it just shows that you know, no matter how 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 down you are, you can always get back up, and that's what this team did. And I think going forward, you know, we have confidence that we can do it again next year. We also our team loses a big piece in Eric, and he's going to he's going to be missed, and but guys will step up. We have other guys like Chase and Jamal coming in, and other guys who will and Isaac who will play good minutes and and score and and rebound and defend, and you know, Eric will be missed, but you know,
7: we'll step up. What was the biggest or some of the biggest differences in your mind between game one with the ducks
1: and now game two? Well I just think I think in game one I think they shot a lot more threes. I think they I think they focus on you know trying to hit threes and um I think in game one they, they hit a lot of threes but you know um towards the end we you know at that game we we defended a little bit better. This game they I think they focus on you know on penetrating more and getting to the bucket and it seemed like you know tonight they or, or today they you know they either got labs or they got fouled and they and made their free throws. So I mean Oregon gets all the credit. That, you know, they outplayed us. They, out, you know, they outshot us, and I mean, they won the game. There's a
7: there's a run there, uh, 12 minutes left in the second half, where you get it down to three. What was going right during that period?
1: Well, our, we, were, we were active on defense. We were, and then we were flying up on offense and hitting shots. You know, I think you know, I think we got good looks throughout the game. We didn't knock them down a lot of times. And then, defensively, we you know, we were either a step slow or you know, they you know, they get by us and, and lay it up. You know, I think during that period, I think we were you know, active on defense, and then and then we were able to knock down the shots on the, on the other end. Guys tried
7: to step up and do the best they could without Kyle. But at any point during the game, did you f- did you feel
1: kind of the pr- the lack
7: of I guess Kyle being there in certain situations?
1: I mean, obviously we missed Kyle. But I mean, I think I think guys stepped up. I think you know I think Frank came in and played really well. I think Sky played well. I think you know I think other guys you know, you know came in and, and and played well. Obviously you know you're gonna miss a guy like Kyle. You know, throughout the season you, you you've expected or he, he's done so much. You know every game. But, you know, I, I, I guess through the I guess a little bit. We, we took Kyle for granted a little bit, but I mean, it, it is what it is. And I mean, I, I think the game had been closer maybe with Kyle, but it is what it is. Uh, how do you put a bow on this season? Um, uh, just tie the bow. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I think it just. I mean, we got down. You know, our, our team was. You know, had some early success. Then we you know, we lost to some some close you know ranked teams early on, and then we and then we had that four game skid, and then. And then we, we we battle back, and I I think I think the biggest thing is this, this team—you never stop fighting, never stop battling—and um, you well, know, I love my teammates.
0: The one thing BYU can rely upon to keep them in games is defense, and and they just didn't have it yesterday. I'm amazed that as poorly as BYU shot and played; uh, they shot just 28 percent in the first half. They were only down nine or eight at the half, still in it. But certainly Kyle Collinsworth left a, a big hole rebounding his defensive presence. But how about something BYU gained? Some silver lining. Ah, experience under the bright lights. Huge, huge huge for BYU. Nothing like it. How do you wrap up BYU's season in one sentence? Use the hashtag BYUSN to keep your responses coming up next. We get rough and tumble with BYU Rugby. Hey, who you calling a Kiwi? (laughs) Yeah, I said it. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and on BYU Radio.
1: This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation rolls on. Spencer
0: Linton and Brian Logan live from Studio B in Provo, Utah. Saturday, March 29th, BYU Sports Nation spring football special. Live on BYU TV and on BYU Radio. Two Eastern, football. Noon Mountain, in-depth coach and player access. We'll kind of put a nice little... Going back to Nate Austin, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up uh, spring football with a little bow. Just put we'll, we'll a bow in we'll it. tie the bow. That's
2: how you do it. You just put a bow in it. <laughs> Jerem, just put a bow in it.
0: Joining us now in studio, Johnny Linehan of BYU Rugby. Johnny, welcome to the show. We'll start with an obvious question. What goes into the mentality and the personality of someone that goes to lay it on the line each and every day playing rugby? No pads, just, just a man's game. What, what, what mentality is involved there?
3: I I think just the way I sum it up is just pure heart. Like you just really have to want it. You really have to want to win, and just trust yourself that you can, you know, withstand the hits and put some good hits on yourself.
2: You know, football's a man game too. You just, <laughs> you're just a
3: a bit more protected. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's spoken like that, a true that, football that, that, that's player all it is. Johnny Johnny football. Johnny, how does that sound? Uh, Johnny rugby sounds better. But Johnny
2: Johnny football. Jo- whoa, whoa, Johnny well, football
3: is not too bad. You got
2: a, a Johnny rugby. You got a teammate, Paul. Right? <laughs> that's right. That that plays that plays football. What about you joining? The football team.
3: Uh, It'll be Johnny Football. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I had a little bit of a stint with them over the fall camp um, last year uh, just because they had a ton of injuries playing cornerback. So I I don't think I would have ever played, but the experience was really fun. But it is a different game, and I was probably a little bit more scared putting on all the pads than I am (laughs) (laughs) to go. Right there, (laughs) right there.
2: You heard You heard. That it makes right no there. sense. That makes, that makes, no, that makes all the no sense, sense in the world. <laughs>
3: all right, he takes his pads. He,
0: he does on, it without pads, Come on, Brian. man. He, he, he's been in
2: both situations.
0: <laughs> Are you wearing makeup today? I am wearing makeup. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am wearing makeup.
0: Case closed. Hey, hey, hey. hey. No, just kidding. I, I gotta, I'm trying to look pretty I'm for the camera. I'm just kidding. Johnny Linahan of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, Johnny, what's on the agenda for BYU Rugby in the upcoming weeks? What uh, What do fans and players have to look forward to?
3: Uh, well, the biggest thing on my mind right now is definitely the Utah game in two weeks from now. The Wasatch um, Cup. The Wasatch Cup. Yeah, it's going to be extra extra special for me because my my dad and my brother actually arrive right as it kicks off, so they'll be walking into the stadium about Ooh. half time. They're coming all the way up from hopefully. New Zealand. They're coming all the way for the last last half of wow. the season. So we have we have UVU tomorrow, and then we have two games next week against Cal Poly and and Utah on the Friday before we get. That revelation from general conference, <laughs> and then we uh, we head down to, to Arizona, and then we are right into the the Varsity Cup tournament. So we're excited. So
2: you're gonna have a lot of lot of juices flowing when your when you're when your family comes.
3: Oh, it's it's gonna be really special, and and yeah, definitely emotional, but a lot of fun because they haven't seen me play in a while.
2: It's, it's and as it's good as that, it's gonna be against Utah, right? Of course, you, know, you can you can you can you can really ball out against them, uh, Johnny football. That's what I'm gonna Johnny rugby. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with uh you've had a lot of success you know you've your 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 first year here what what do you think has been uh, uh the biggest thing for you why why has that success why have you had so much success here
3: uh honestly a lot of the success has come because of of the rugby brotherhood that we have in the team. Um, it was really difficult uh, coming last winter was my first semester, and I I did spring classes, summer classes, fall semester, and now I'm back into winter, so I really haven't had much time off to to think. But just my friends, and especially my teammates, have have helped me through, along with of course my my family support from back home.
0: Something I don't miss, man, is school. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny rugby slash Johnny football, or just Johnny Linhan of BYU rugby joining BYU Sports Johnny Nation. Football. Uh, the biggest game left on your schedule, Johnny. Obviously, Utah is a big one, um, but maybe after that, what uh, what other game are you looking forward to as uh, the season progresses?
3: Uh, well, definitely, we we get to go down to Arizona to play in a in a bowl game down there, so we're excited to play play down there. But we also get to go across to the Naval Academy and play in the, the okay. Varsity Cup quarterfinals. Um, but of course, you know, like May third, the national championship, yep. and and we're gunning for it. Of course, that's our vision, and and we we definitely feel that we can make it, and not only make it, but win it again. Uh, Cal Berkeley, we 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 love playing them, and they don't like, love
0: playing you. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> we love playing them, and we want to
3: keep it that way. So I'm excited for that one. Cal, that's
2: my that's my hometown. Yeah, <laughs> Cal, Cal Cal Berkeley. I, I I would would have loved to went to Cal, but you know. Brigham Young. Tell me you're rooting Brigham, for BYU when, when that happens. Brigham on Young is where, is, is, is where my heart lies. That's right.
3: Johnny, Johnny, what do you guys have to do to get back to the national championship? We're training super hard at the moment, and uh, we're putting in a lot of effort, and the intensity of practice is definitely there, and just really what we have to do is just play as a team. We have a, a lot of great players who, who definitely are superstars in themselves on the team, but we need to gel together, so really teamwork's going to get us there, because it's a 15-man game. It's not You know, just that one-man sport...
0: Johnny yeah. Linehan on BYU Sports Nation. I want your autograph on our
3: uh, Rise Up flag. Can we
0: get your autograph?
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a new
0: tradition we've started here on yeah, BYU at, Sports Nation. End, for all just, of our guests to come in studio, football. they Put football. sign. Put football, <laughs> Put football at, the, at, at, at the end of it. Great to have you with us, Johnny Linehan. Good luck uh, against Utah and in the upcoming games. Look hey, forward to watching you.
3: you. I appreciate it.
0: Describe this year's BYU basketball season in one sentence. Oh. At Gentleman87 says, like Brian, it was a roller coaster ride of a season. The Cougar Whip Around hits next, plus today's Rise and Shout and more of your tweets. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. We're doing it live. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan hanging out. Let's whip it. We'll be good. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Women's basketball. The BYU women take a 12 seed into a 12-5 game tomorrow in L.A. as the Cougars take on the NC State Wolfpack on the upset hunt at Polly Pavilion in Los Angeles. The game live on BYU Radio starting at 6.30 Eastern. Gymnastics. The
2: Cougars will host MRGC championships tomorrow at the Marriott Center. Uh, the championships will include five teams, including the Cougars, and will be live on BYU TV with my brother from another, yeah. Spencer Linton. At three o'clock Eastern
0: Standard Time. Men's volleyball. Just one men's game this weekend as the Cougars host Cal Baptist Saturday nine Eastern. Jeremy Jordan will have the call live on BYU Radio.
2: Women's volleyball. Just one men's game this weekend.
0: Next one, women's
2: volleyball. Women's volleyball.
0: I don't sleep on Idaho State. That's
2: Idaho State. Idaho State. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is that disrespectful for Idaho State? (laughs)
0: Oh, don't, don't, yeah! Don't, don't sleep don't, on we them. Don't, we don't care about it. Game State. against the Bengals at the Smithfield House, 1 Eastern. It's an out-of-season game, but uh, ladies still have to play, right? Baseball. No. Another close loss for the Cougars yesterday in San Francisco,
2: uh, my hometown. Uh, the Don's got a walk-off RBI in the bottom of the ninth. Uh,
0: both teams will play uh, today and tomorrow. Tennis. The 71st-ranked Cougar women's tennis team. Get the home upset, beating 62nd-ranked Marshall. Number 62nd. Six number 62. <laughs> got it. Oh, it gets me every time. time. Today the women take on Pacific, and tomorrow number 38, St. Mary's. The men's team on the road this weekend with two matches against Pacific and St. Mary's. Softball. The
2: Cougar softball team lost to a close one
0: uh, against the, the, the foes of North. The team of North? Up north? Oh. Yeah, I don't want to mention their name. All right. Uh, very no. disappointing when that always happens. Rise and shout goes to Kyle Collinsworth, who went through ACL surgery, had to endure watching his team in a tough situation. Get better soon, Kyle. BYU Kyle. basketball. Yes, we'll welcome oh, you back Kyle. with open arms. Is that arms. good? Is
2: that good? Vocals right there. That is I'm good. Sorry.
0: I try. Time now for my favorite sounds of the week. Well, since I don't start at the Pac-12 uh, until July, uh, I certainly wouldn't predict who's going to win, but uh, but my heart for now will be with the Cougars. Yeah! Definitely. There you go.
1: Yeah, you know, I was excited, you know. It's always exciting to see your name on the screen and to be, you know, in the NSA tournament, to play a team, and we're going to L.A., and that's just great. It's close, and it's warm, so we're excited about it.
3: The best part of the,
4: as far as validation is concerned, is the fact that the hard work that the guys went through actually got paid
0: off. Their body of work put them in the tournament, and there's no arguing that whatsoever. It wasn't even close. I, I do think that BYU's schedule, not only their non-conference schedule, but the fact that our, the, the West Coast Conference had as strong years we've ever had, um, I think probably help them. Everybody needs to be just a little bit better. You cannot replace Kyle Collins or if he's a unique player that way. But I think with enough guys
2: pulling together, uh, you can just you, you can get just up of those points and rebounds from other sources that everybody has to pick it up. You find me another sport where we largely ignore
5: it for 90% of the season and then the entire country gets swept up in it. There's nothing
0: like this. I'd like to offer my opinion on the BYU basketball season now. And it starts with this. Despite everything that happened, they got to the big dance. And the big dance for me is better than the NIT Final Four. False. A thousand times out of a thousand, I will take a million times out of one, a million, Black I will no. take BYU one and done in the NCAA tournament over the NIT. They got to the big show despite everything.
2: Do you want to play more games? Or do you want to just pick your nose and flick it on the wall because you're bored? Oh, <laughs> You want you boredom?
0: You can't you get boredom. better as an elite program you without won.
2: experience on the biggest stage. Do you want boredom or do you want a big stage for two seconds?
0: Oh my goodness. More this games. discussion will be continued. More games. Thanks to our it guests. Was more playing time. Because more reps. Thanks to Brian Logan, kind of. More experience. <laughs> Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUTV.org slash DVR. Shout out to Corey Schneider. We're back at it on Monday.